welcome back to the Double Take Podcast. This is Jess and Jenny, where we talk about all things TV. I'm Jenny, and here with me, of course, is Jess. Uh, today we have a little bit of a mini episode talking about Daisy Jones and the Six, which is coming out this week. Um, but we're excited and want to do like a little bit of a pregame. Um, but before we jump into that, Jess, I uh, I'm not going to be able to talk to you tomorrow, so I <laughs> wanted to let you know that I did end up watching one episode of Liaison, that Apple TV show that we were sort of mm-hmm. fighting over who would watch and review. <laughs> I feel like fighting over makes it sound like we both wanted to watch it. So right, I will the just opposite. make it clear that we were the opposite <laughs> of that. I don't know what that version Not is. Not because it looked like particularly bad, but because it's somehow in neither of our – it's not in our Venn diagram no. of shows – that like either of us really cared to watch. And that was really the overall, the overarching takeaway from watching one episode was like, yeah, this is not my usual brand of entertainment. It's just like not mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> it's not. Um, there was a lot going on. Okay, I, I guess we were right then. Yeah. It was like, there. there's a storyline in Syria. There's a storyline in France. There's a storyline in the UK. You can tell they're all supposed to join up, but then there are like six characters in all of them. And I, I'm supposed to care about some of, I don't know, whatever. Uh, if you like Homeland, I feel like that is a vibe maybe that you would be, but I'll probably watch the second episode because I need to review it. Um, but just in case you were curious as to what I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty much just like, this is not my genre. I feel validated. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. I meant to tell you, I finished season two of Dairy Girls today. Oh my goodness. Exciting stuff. And I love it so much now. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's so cute and I wish there were a million episodes and I like it so much more than I did in the first like three episodes, which I've already said the last time we talked about it, but yeah, it's so good. I just clasped my hands together in glee for all of those who can't see because no one can see because this is a an audio it's giving medium. like proud mom. Not gonna lie, I'm, like whatever you're I, doing right now, you have no idea how worried I was. I was like, oh no, <laughs> Jess is not gonna like this show. I don't know what to do with this information, but that makes me so happy. We will have to talk about it more in a non mini episode. Um, yeah, no, it's great. But I'm I am enjoying. I'm it. thrilled. In short, <laughs> I knew you would be. I. I kept that one just to myself until we could talk on the podcast so that I could get your live reaction. Oh, I need to say one more thing before we jump into Daisy Jones and the Six. Do you also find Apple TV's interface somewhat infuriating? I feel like they think I'm dumb or maybe I am dumb because I went to go find Liaison and it was not like it's a new show. It was not in any of the like upcoming any of the lists I had to go and search for it because probably maybe like their algorithms know that it would not be interesting to me but still you would think like now like, they're, are now you sure limited. you want to watch this no I do yeah, agree like, it is a little bit of a weird interface it gives off like we have five shows like that's that's the vibe it gives yeah it seems like it's ne- I'm I'm never gonna expand my horizons within Apple TV unless I know that something is there and I ha- will search for it on my own but it's a little maddening. It is annoying. It's still better than Hulu, so I will die on that hill. Hulu has the worst UI. It's just the well, the worst experience altogether. It literally doesn't like if I'm watching a show, it doesn't put it at the top. Like I have to like dig for it to see the show that I was just watching. Yeah. Anyways. It's awful. 
Yeah, we can. We digress. <laughs> Let's talk about Daisy Jones. So I feel like we have mentioned this before, but I will be just giving a brief uh, recap of what it is about. So Daisy Jones and the Sex is a miniseries. Uh, that comes out this month. It's based on a book by Taylor Jenkins Reid, who also wrote Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I feel like that's like her bigger book, if people recognize the name of that one. Yeah. But basically the plot revolves around there's this band. It's set in the 70s. It's a very Fleetwood Mac-inspired band. The book chronicles basically the rise of fame of the band and then ultimately their breakup, focusing really on the two sort of lead singers – uh, of the band and their relationship, both romantic and within the band. It's and professional. A, yes, professional. It's a very good book that I enjoyed quite a lot. Uh, the interesting thing about the book is that it was set up like it was like a script of a documentary. And I don't know if they're going to do that in the show, but from the trailer, it seems like they might be. So I'm definitely interested to see interested to see this. I will say early reports do not seem great, but I mm. am trying to keep – my hopes are still high because the vibes are so good and the music that has come out, which is really created by the cast of the show. Like They actually recorded a whole album and like didn't use backing tracks. Like From scratch, this cast made a whole rock album and is performing it as Daisy Jones and the Six, obviously. But the music's legit. It's Did good. you know Sam Claflin was musical? No, and I don't know if he was beforehand. Huh. Like the cast had varying degrees of musical experience. It's actually very impressive that they pulled that together. Uh, and I guess we didn't say, but yeah, Sam Claflin stars as um, – I mentioned there are like two lead people in the band. Sam Claflin from – He's probably most known from The Hunger Games, right? I can say he's from The Hunger Games. Hunger Games, he, I bet. Yeah. yeah. So he plays Billy and Riley Keough, who is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. I think that's the thing mm. she's most known for because I don't actually think she's really been in anything notable before this. Uh, she stars as Daisy Jones, the titular character. And then there's a various other people, Suki Waterhouse, um, Timothy Oliphant, Graham Dunn, um, no, sorry, Graham Dunn's the character's name, Will Harrison, and Sebastian Chacon, uh, and Camilla Marone round out the cast. But back to the music for a second. Yeah, I listened to the, – there's like a couple of songs that have come out already from it. I liked them both a lot. The album was written and produced by Blake Mills with collaborators including Phoebe Bridgers and Marcus Mumford. Which I thought was very interesting. Nice. I like both of those. Yeah. I love Phoebe Bridgers. I feel like you'd like, yeah, I yeah. was gonna say I feel like you like Phoebe Bridgers. So, anyways, cool vibes. I'm I'm reluctantly excited. I'm I've been a little unnerved by the stuff I've seen about it, especially like people I know who have somebody seen that screeners, like yeah, I know somebody that saw the show early and she's read the book and she said if you like the book, you will probably not really like the show. And that's always a bummer Ooh, to hear. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But you didn't read the book. No. That's – I'm holding off until after the show comes out so I can see with fresh eyes. Um, the opposite of what I feel like I usually do, <laughs> which is to try to read the book before like any movie. But I think it will be interesting. I'm like holding on to this 
the perspective of, uh, of someone who has read and then not read will be interesting to talk about. I did rewatch the, the trailers and I have to say, I, it feels very like vibes only. Like I don't really get a good idea of what the actual intriguing parts of the story are going to be. Like clearly it's a, a like romantic plot and then all the other things you said, but it doesn't, I was like, I watched it right before we, we got on to talk about it and it, I'm not, it's not like the most excited I've ever been, but that's also probably, I don't know, maybe I'm just not in an excitable mood. I think I just really like the seventies rock vibe, like the era, like the clothes are cool. The music is yeah. great. So even if the show is just vibes, style over substance, I think I'll still like it because I like music so much and the music I've heard is enjoyable. Mm. So, but we'll see. I don't really remember the book, honestly. So I think people that are going to be in the position of disliking it because it's different are not going to include me in that group (laughs) because I Mm. don't remember a thing. Like I read this in 2020. Um, Oh, that reminds me something weird, um, sort of odd and I think notable. So Reese Witherspoon she has a production company called Hello Sunshine. It's made a bunch of stuff. Yes, we've yeah. Um, we yeah previously mentioned, mentioned on this, this before, but um, so Hello Sunshine is the production team behind this miniseries. They teamed up with Amazon Prime Video to put this together, and they bought the rights before the book was published, which is not super unusual. Like it happens. Uh, I think it's typically when. Like the book has some sort of pre-hype or in this case, I think it's that the author was just already like very uh, noteworthy. And and I assume it's just like the book seemed good. But I don't know. Maybe they get some sort of like pre-version of the book. And I don't exactly know how this all goes down. But anyway, what's interesting about it is when I read the book, I remember thinking it's sort of like – it seemed like a movie like and I don't I don't know if that's just because it was written like a script of a documentary like I said it probably mm. is a lot of that but it just it seemed very I don't know like entertaining in the way that a movie is versus sometimes a book is very you know like analytical or very abstract in some ways and this was just very like cut and dry like this happens this happens this happens these people are hot. The music is great. She literally wrote song lyrics like in the book, which embarrassing for her that all the lyrics got changed. I guess she's not that good of a songwriter. But anyways, I got that vibe reading it. So I thought it was interesting to learn that they actually had the rights before the book was even published. Not surprising. While you were saying that, I just looked up to see. I mean, it's very obviously if they're going to make a TV show or a miniseries about it, it's part of Reese's Book Club. The Reese's Book Club to TV slash movie adaptation pipeline getting you mad again. <laughs> it makes sense. No, not mad. It's just I'm just like I hope I don't know. I just want everyone else to know too. She's like a monopoly all, on the market, like, actually. Yeah, it's like a little bit of a um it's just like a couple different marketing streams that she set up for herself. If you're like into books, you already get the, you know, she's she's already setting people up to like what she's producing. <laughs> for TV and for movies. Anyway, she owns like a I whole said, vertical. power to her. Yes, exactly. And I like her choices. I feel like we have similar taste. So I'm not mad about it. Yeah, so far they've been good. Although, I wonder okay, I'd say this, like 50-50. Yeah, they haven't all been hits, but 
I wonder if in the end I'm going to feel like this would have made a better movie. I feel like The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo should be a miniseries. And this I had expected to be a movie. And they so I say that as a contrasting situation because Netflix does own the rights now to Seven Husbands and has said it will be a movie. So I oh. find that odd and annoying. And if you've read Seven Husbands, you probably know what I mean. It has more of a yeah. chapterized feel. Definitely. I, I agree with that take. Yeah, there are some books that I really wish had not been made into movies and had instead been made into miniseries. Um, interesting. All right. Well, I guess we'll you know reconvene and talk about that when it comes out. Yes, I'm going to have to download the first three episodes. So the first three episodes, I should say this, the first three episodes come out March 3rd, which is a Friday, and then they're batching the episode release. So we get three more the week after that, two more the week after that, and two more the week after that. So if you want to wait and binge the whole thing, you'll have to wait till March 24th. But yes, I will have to download those first three episodes for the plane. Yeah. Speaking of which, we should probably sign off um, because you got to go. I got to go pack. Thanks for keeping it short today, and of course. we will reconvene for The Last of Us on Monday. See you then. Have a good flight. Thanks. Find links to follow us on socials and subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to Double Take. If you like what you heard, please support us by subscribing and leaving a review. See you next time. The Double Take podcast is produced by Jess Ball and me, Jennifer Cullen.